to the end zone he goes where Sammy is Boyd with a great fake touchdown Lean means touchdown throwing the team tonight, and he's got another one. Boy, and again, go. Oh, what a Welcome to the Taj Boyd Podcast. As Aaron Lewis and the band Stain would say, it's been a while, but I'm back. As we all know, there's been a lack of sports to tune into over the past few months, but much has happened in this time period, giving us lots to talk about. We'll have plenty to chat about in the coming podcast, but in this episode of the pod, I want to focus on one of the sports that is in full swing. It's no pun intended. The great game of golf. All right. And I'll be honest, I absolutely hate golf. That is until I have a good round and then it's back to, well, maybe it can be enjoyable. Look, many play, but few play at a high level. I'm joined by one of the few that can. 2017 U.S. Amateur Champ, PGA Tour Card Holder. This season, he's finished 21st at the Heritage and finished 11th at the Travelers Championship. And he's coming. He's an up-and-coming superstar that's coming for the top spot. Doc Redman, by way of Raleigh, North Carolina, and proud Clemson Tiger. I'm excited for you guys to listen in. He talks about what it takes, the mental capacity he has to have, and the mental fortitude going forward. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe and tell your friends about the Taj Boyd podcast. Here we go. All right, I am joined by a legend, a legend in his own right, Doc Redman. He's taking the world by storm in the golf community, one hole at a time. All right, Doc, appreciate you joining me on the pod, man. Yeah, thank you very much for having me. Absolutely. All right, so you just finished up uh, Travelers. You finished up the Heritage. Some damn good finishes right there, man. And it's so crazy when I look at, you know, where you stand and and I look at some of these these names that I know the VJ singers of the world who, who don't quite make the cut, and I see you just climbing the leaderboard. I'm like, damn, guys out here really doing this thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, it was really good. Um, you know, after a long break, I guess I wanted to come back um, strong. You know, after I'm sure it's the same for you. You know, coming back. Uh, you know, after a little layoff and then getting into training camp or whatever, and and you want to come out strong, and I was. So fortunate enough to do that, and I think that was huge for me, and I was able to really put some good tournaments together, which I really I wasn't able to do before um, in the short time I've been on the PGA Tour. So I think that was a huge, you know, stepping stone for me and taking the next step uh, just to get better. Yeah, and you know what, man? Like it's you know I, I kind of want to uh, chime in here a little bit because I remember when I walked into the NFL locker room for the first time, you know, and I'm seeing my damn childhood heroes, you know, walking right by me, you know? Yeah. And there's this, there's this, this deal that you have where it's like, man, like shit, bro, I can't believe that I'm here. But at the same time, like you got to go win a job and it's the same for right. you. You know, what, how surreal is it to be out there on the track with some of these guys, but also know like, Hey, I'm here to win, you know? Right. Yeah. It's crazy. I, I had the same thing with you, you know, it would be, um, you know, seeing him in the locker room or seeing him at lunch and, you know, you're five feet away from him, you can go talk to him. And, uh, but, but at the same time, you know, you and I would both deserve to be there. So you kind of got to, you know, I think there's a, there's a certain point where, you know, you can obviously be a fan and, and it's fun to talk to him and, and learn from him. But then, yeah, you got to turn it on and say, I'm trying to, you know, kick your ass and beat you. Yeah. And, um, 
it's tough, but I think at the end of the day, I'm, I'm sure you can say this, you know, it's just golf for me. I got to worry about myself. And, and, you know, when you're in that locker room, get on the field, you just got to play ball, you know, it, it ain't nothing different. Did you play other sports growing up? I played a little bit of basketball through like middle school. And I mean, I wasn't anything, anything too good, but then I found, I found like a really good group of guys at the golf course I played with. So it was like, man, I love playing golf. I love hanging out with these guys. So I'm just going to stick with golf. Damn, so you picked it up in middle school. I No, I no, this I picked it up. I started playing when I was like four. Yeah. But I was I was kind of – I started taking it really seriously when I was probably in late middle school and then into like freshman year of high school. For sure, for sure. Because, I mean, you know, in that space, I mean, you talk about – like there's – first off, man, like there are some really damn good athletes. Um, in professional right. golf, you know, and it's it's different than the guys that you would see normally on the course, the guys that I would go play with, you know. <laughs> and so from that standpoint, I mean, the edge that you have to have physically, what's your, I mean, what's your routine look like right now? And, and what did that look like during quarantine too? Because I knew that, you know, there are some dynamics in there that you weren't necessarily, uh, like anybody was prepared for going into it. Right. Yeah, I think, you know, I, I was able to work out a lot with my trainer over quarantine. You know, he was still kind of operating. It wasn't too bad down here in Jacksonville, which was great. But I think, yeah, everyone's seen how golf, you know, with Bryson now and, and Rory and all those top players, Tiger too. I mean, those guys are in really good shape. They're strong. And, you know, it's a different it's a different kind of shape than what you would be accustomed to or, you know, other sports, soccer, football, whatever, baseball. But, um you know, I think guys, trainers have gotten really good at identifying, you know, what makes a golfer really good since we're kind of doing the same thing every time. And that's a lot of, you know, stability work and getting um, your glutes to fire and, and then just getting everything to, to work, you know, in unison because you're kind of turning and you got to use your abs, kind of your upper body, your glutes. And so we're kind of working a lot on that, you know. Um, I mean, I think I've seen a lot of it with, I forget, if some doctor, but he trains like Alvin Kamara and some of those guys. I mean, they do crazy Bosu, right. you know, workouts and stuff like that. And I feel like that's a lot of it, like just trying to be stable with what you're doing, I think is huge. So, you know, working a lot on that and just trying to stay healthy, I guess that's, you know, what every, every athlete wants to do. I mean, stable physically, stable mentally. Um, right, this is, exactly. I mean, golf is a unique space. You know, you could – you know, miss a five-foot putt and sink a 20-foot putter, you know? Right. And so from there, it's, you know, what is that – what's that approach uh, through every swing, through every stroke? Right. You know, what does that look like for you? Do you got a life – do you got a psych, a psych yeah. that follows you? So I got a sports psych guy who, um, I guess, subcontracts with Clemson, Corey Schaefer. He works under Milt Louder, which you would know, and – um so he's helped me out a lot, just kind of trying to slow things down, especially since, you know, there's so much time in between shots to, I mean, I guess naturally your brain goes to the bad things that can happen. So just trying to, to stay positive and focus on, you know, your process, your routine, and, and what really makes you play your best. What is and it? I guess, go ahead. No, no, what is it about the game of golf for you, man? Is it, I mean, do you find a serenity out there on the course? Yeah, I think it's awesome being um, – you know, out there with my buddies, um, just being outside is great. You know, I think that's what everyone loves, too, and very social. I get to meet a lot of really good people, um, you know, get to have a great time, and it's, you know, frustrating as hell a lot of times, as you would know, too. But, um, yeah, it just keeps every good shot, you know, keeps me coming back for more. 
For sure, for sure. Do you have, when you go on the road, um, you know, is your family coming with you, you know, is... Yeah, yeah, they're trying to come out as much as possible. Right now, unfortunately, we're not allowed to have family right. out just because of this whole we're trying to keep everything on lock. But, yeah, they come out as much as they can, which is, you know, I guess it's it's awesome to have them, you know, watching me do what I love and, and all the support they gave me throughout the years, you know, financially and just, you know, emotionally too. You know, it's not easy at all. You would know getting to a really high level in whatever you're trying to do, and that takes a lot of people to support you. Yeah, man, and, you know, I had a few friends who, you know, were trying to compete to get on the level that you're at right now, and, you know, not only did it take a toll on, on them emotionally, but it, it did on the family, too. Um, right. The fundraising, you know, and yeah. you got people backing you, you feel this need to make sure that you're you're putting your best foot forward, and so there's a lot of pressure involved with this shit than, than people normally think, you know? Yeah, you, fe- you end up feeling, I think this is most athletes, you feel, and I guess this is something you got to kind of get away from but you know you feel like you're doing things for a lot more than just yourself yeah you know you're you're trying to make your family proud and your friends proud and the people who are supporting you and that can definitely take a toll if you let it and uh you came to clemson you know why i mean you kept you had to pick it a litter you could have went where you wanted to go yeah i uh the the golf coaches coach penley and coach bird have been there forever and they were really good people and and they made me feel like, you know, the team would be a family. They would have my back, and they'd support me throughout, you know, whatever happened. And then, obviously, the campus is beautiful. I think, you know, the football team was on the rise, which is always, you know, fun. And it just seemed like a great place. Yeah. It seemed like a, a real family place to be in, and I wanted that. Did you find it difficult to – because, you know, golf, uh, as much as you are part of community, you know, in a sense you're still uh, – isolated to a degree you're still an individual out there in that range right. you know you can read up on tiger you know I'm, I'm sitting there listening to him or reading about him at stanford and you know he got these guys but it's like he was he was there but he wasn't you know he had put right. himself in different uh you know level of field there and you know you can feel some sort of disconnect right there so did you make sure that for you it's like all right i'm a self-starter i'm gonna do what i need to do but i'm gonna make sure i continue to engage with the guys going forward too yeah, definitely. I think it was one of those things where um, from the start, you know, I had the work ethic to to try my best and I wanted to, to work really hard. So that was great. But yeah, exactly. I mean, since it's so individual, you kind of have to do your own thing. But, you know, you got to support your teammates and what they're doing, help them out if they can and, and kind of have each other's back. Um, you know, if things aren't going well or if they play great, you know, you you want to be their biggest fan, even though you're kind of competing against them, too. <laughs> It's it's kind of a weird dynamic, but, you know, I think that was a great thing about college golf to where, you know, now playing pro golf, you know, it's it's kind of me and, and no one cares how I do. And, you know, it's just like it's all on me, which is great. But then in college, it was it was really cool to have some teammates. And whenever we won a tournament as a team, that was like, you know, the happiest I could be because we kind of accomplished it together. Sure. I love that, man. That's. And that's special, man, because you, you're hard-pressed to find that. Um, even in society, like just going into the workforce, you know, it's, it's a little unique there, man. So, you know, people always ask, you know, what it is you miss. And, you know, the for me, you know, whether it was the touchdowns or whether it was, you know, the locker room after the game, what you missed was everything that led up to that, you know. Right. So it was the work. It was the grind. It was the sweat. Everything that, that you bled into it. But 
you know, one of the things that I realized over the years was that that same thing was the one thing that I wish I could have changed a little bit. Instead of focusing on so much the process, I would have wish I could have enjoyed the process right. that came along with that, you know, and really kind of just, you know, bathe in those moments because you, you know, you do it and it's like, well, it's an expectation. This is what I was supposed to do. This is what the hell I trained for. But right. Realize that they're all fleeting anyways, you know, so. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it takes a, yeah, you're totally right. You got to enjoy it. And, and that's tough. Like you said, I mean, you're grinding your butt off and it's not always like, you know, the most fun thing ever, but to see those, you know, when it comes to, when it happens, you know, you score touchdowns, you guys win games, you know, I'm playing well. Like, I think that just validates everything and that makes everything, all the hard work worth it and makes you want to continue that yeah. in my mind. Well, look, 2017, big year. I mean, yeah. U.S. amateur right there. And I actually got a clip right here. There was some, there was some, because in, in this, in this match, man, like, that shit was the peaks and valleys, you know. Yeah, it was. And so I got this drive right here. I don't know. If, you remember this right here? Headed right for Redmond. Well, Redmond's got a little two-way miss going oh, right yeah. now. Some of it's fatigue, some of it's pressure. Yep. Dot's tee shot landed in a cart, and the cart took off and went That's about crazy. 20 feet. In the- <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you hit a trick shot in the damn middle of the course, you know? <laughs> yeah, we had – it was crazy. We got up there. We had no idea what happened. You know, it was 300 down, yards down there, but – you know, it it's crazy how stuff like that happens, and, and I feel like that's, you know, golf, that match was crazy. I was, you know, it played really well the first 18, and then kind of in the middle of the second 18, I, you know, just had a bad stretch. It wasn't even anything that's my fault. It just, I feel like that's, in sports, everyone just expects you to play well all the time, you know, and, and it's, but you just can't. It's yeah. tough. And you got to make that. I've always thought it's always about making for golf. I'm sure football making you know your bad performances better and better. Because yeah. I think a lot of guys when they play well and when things are going well, you know, you're just rolling. But you gotta you gotta be able to you know when it's down, you know, pick yourself up and, and do the best. And I was able to do that uh, that day, which was awesome. For sure, and you could have went in the tanker. I mean that that, that second round. I mean. I think they said you hadn't won a, a hole since the second hole going no. through it, you know. And so at that point, I mean, it's either put up or shut up. You know, what were you right. saying to yourself going into that last stretch? Yeah, I was just like, you know, I, I played well for so many holes that day and, and the whole week, really. So there's no reason to let, I don't even, you know, a few holes kind of get in my head and, and bring me down as long as I kept doing what I was doing and, and stay with my process and my routine, yeah. you know, it either was going to come back or it wasn't, but that was my best chance at, at making it happen. So I just got to, you know, do that. And there's no, there's no shame in just getting beat, but I wasn't going to beat myself. Right. Damn, you know, that's good, man. That's good work right there, bro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you're on the road, man. You're traveling a good bit. You got some time at home right now. I'm sure that you're enjoying that. Um, what do you do to keep yourself? Do you always stay in the game, or do you actually separate, you know, life from the game itself before you get back on track? Yeah, I think, you know, after we got shut down, I, I put down the clubs for a little bit just to to separate myself and and just get a rest. You know, I'd been 
playing a lot and and you know even going years back I hadn't really had a good break and that was kind of the same you know this week I, I haven't touched a club since I got home I'm gonna probably practice a little today but just trying to get a really good rest and like you said separate yourself just get it out of the he- your head and and you're not gonna lose you know your playing ability whatever sport it is in a week you know you're always gonna have it you might be a little rusty but I think it's important to um, just enjoy the other things in life and and you know I don't want my whole life to be about golf or whatever I, I want to have other things I enjoy yeah well, what is it that you enjoy man so I live not far from the beach yeah. um, so I love going to the beach we went out fishing yesterday um, on a one of my friend's boats, which was great. Uh, you know, I'll try and read when I'm on the road, too. I think I always enjoy reading, um, you know, just whatever it may be. I think it's always nice that it gets my head kind of off golf, too. What are we doing? Just, we, we talking about Harry Potter? we talking Ernest Hemingway? What are we got? No, I mean, I read a lot of those, like, um, just mental health books, sure. like Ryan Holiday, you know, things he, along that he line. He Goes the Enemy. Did you read that one? Say what? Ego is the enemy. Yeah, yep. Ryan, Love that. Part. Ryan Holiday is good, man. I I got his uh his Daily Stoic. Um, yeah, so yeah. There's a a friend of mine, Eric Burns, man. You know he he starts off the day. You know he'll he'll read scripture. Uh, then he'll jump into the Daily Stoic and chime in that man and the the wisdom uh, that these old philosopher had. Uh, I mean it's it's crazy because as as time has went through, human nature. And the mental capacity has not, you know. So really, just right. getting back to center is huge. And in golf, I mean, that's that's essentially what you're talking about all the time. Man. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think that daily stoic, you know, reading scripture, that's a great way to just start out your day with a fresh head and yeah. and I guess have a nice, you know, it probably helps you plan out your day and and really be focused with what you're doing. Your head's not going a million different ways thinking about this. And I think that's kind of what in golf, you know, I've struggled with the most too is, is thinking ahead or thinking back and not really being, you know, present with what I'm doing right now because that's all I can control. Right. Well, and then, you know, along those lines, you hit that drive, you hit in the back of the golf cart and then you come in. I mean, you hit one Eagle and then you drop this bad boy. I mean, what was this? A 25, 30 footer. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, no, one, no one expected that. I mean, shoot, I, you know, it was a long shot. It, I was stoked to have, you know, a putt at it, and but you don't think you're going to make something like that. I just wanted to give it a chance, and and uh, you know, it was just that's the way it was meant to be, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. I mean, I wish it was. I wish that was the way it was meant to be for me on the course. You know, it's a lot of stuff out there, bro. <laughs> I go. It's, I carry about 35 balls on me, man, just in case, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so you come up to the uh, the tee box, all right? Yeah. First thing that's going through your head is what? Just trying to be smooth with my swing, you know. Not I have a tendency to get a little quick, yeah. kind of like, you know, trying to just – my coach always said I was rushing to hit a great shot. Yeah. You know, and and just staying, staying balanced and staying smooth with it, and and knowing that I trust if I trust it. And and Roy said a great thing. I don't know when it was, maybe a year ago. He's like, I feel like I'm swinging my best when I'm swinging, like 100 percent committed and just all out. 
Yeah. And that really stood in my mind, like, you can still hit a bag shot, but if I'm doing the best I can and 100% committed, then, you know, what more can I ask? Sure, for sure. So that's what, that's what I'm focused on. And then you, you, you hit it in a fairway, beautiful, boom, it sits there. Yeah. Growing your approach. All right, now now what's next? Man, I feel like it's, you know, the same, same stuff. Thing. Like, I'm just, yeah. you know, trying to slow it down, trying not to get ahead of myself and and just do my thing and do the best I can, I guess. I can't control the result, but I can do the best I can in the moment and uh, and try to perfect that. Yeah. There's a, um, a term. Um, maybe it was uh, – I mean, it was it was old. I mean, it's the it's like a euphemism. Chop wood, carry water, right? Yeah. Don't get too high. Don't get too right. low. I mean, just right. do what you do, man, over and over and over, and just play your game. You know. It it sounds boring, but I mean, it it kind of is. But that's what you know leads to like results, and I think that's what great players do sure. in, in all sports. And you know, they just do their thing. They do it over and over again, and and they're not worried about you know, what's going to happen or what other other people think. I love it, man. That's strong right there, you know. <laughs> hey, I, do got, I do got a question about these FedEx points, man. How do they work? You know, I was trying to Google it last night, and I'm yeah. like, I don't even know. So I don't know how exactly the – there's some, like, points distribution for every week, but if you win, like, a regular tour event, like this week, let's say, you get 500 points. Yeah. And then it slowly goes down from there. And so those accumulate over the, the whole year. And um, so I guess I, I can't – I don't know how exactly they were. I just know how many I get. But um, And then the top 125 at the end of the season on this points list um, keeps their card, is full members for the next year. Oh. And they, they make the point system just because, you know, there's majors and, and WGCs and big events. And then there's smaller events, too. So not every event's equal, and not everyone plays the same events. So this is just a way to to kind of level the playing field a little bit and and give everyone the s- similar opportunities for points. Well, I did see that the one that gets 15 milli minutes, I needed to go ahead and yeah, <laughs> get on top of that, bro. It's crazy, man. They've, they've done a great job with that, um, just – you know, sponsorships and TV deals and, and just bringing more awareness to golf. I mean, first time walking out to Augusta National, I mean, what was that for you? I mean, was that huge or what? Yeah, it was it was crazy. I, uh, you know, that's like got to be one of the biggest sporting events in all of sports, you know. Um, everyone watches that, so everyone knows what Augusta National is. And, man, it's surreal out there. It's just such a – such a beautiful property, such a cool sporting event, and um, to be able to able to play in it was just, I mean, it was unreal, you know, and, and especially as an amateur and have my assistant coach uh, on the bag and my family there. I mean, you can't dream it up any better. Oh, that's sick, man. And then, I mean, you finished really well at the British Open, too. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, what was, I mean, what was that track like? What were the people like out there, you know? It was that was my first time over there, and, and I was lucky to bring my whole family, and we all stayed in like a townhouse, so that made it even better. But yeah. everyone was so nice. It was such a, it was it was very different than a normal crowd over here. I feel like everyone had a, you know, since golf's so planted in culture over there in Ireland, Scotland, England, like everyone has almost kind of a just a respect and appreciation for the game, like a little bit more. No one, 
didn't seem like anyone out there like getting hammered like some some tournaments yeah. around here and yeah. no one's tuning and hollering which is popular now on the right. golf course I don't know why but um the people were super nice they were hard to understand I'll be honest the the accents were extremely thick <laughs> um but the course was I mean it's Lynx golf it's it's firm it's fast it's penal and then the uh the weather changes every like 15 minutes. It's crazy. Yeah. You know, it, it might be raining, it might be pouring for 10 minutes and then the sun will come out and then it'll get windy. It's, it's just kind of, I feel like it's, it's golf how it should be. It's, yeah, it's yeah. awesome. I mean, just unpredictable in any yeah, facet, you know, exactly. And exactly. I, I guess that's why being so rooted, you know, where you are mentally is the biggest thing. Cause there's so many obstacles that are so many unknowns more so than anything else. I mean, don't get me wrong football, bro. Like, you know, whatever right. you think, can happen, you know, will happen, but in golf, I mean, it seems like that can be every damn hole, every swing, you know, whatever it may be. Right, yeah, it's tough. I mean, you, you you know, the wind dies a little bit, and your shot goes long, or you just get a bad kick right. on the ground. Like, you can't do anything about that, yeah. and you just got to kind of take it in stride and and not let that let that affect you. When, when you started playing, man, um, you played at a very early age, was something that you learned then that you take with you now? Was is it is it a is it a sentence? Is it something that you carry with you? Is... I think just I always just try and remember or remind myself that you know back then and this whole time I've been playing I, I play because I I love playing. Yeah. It's, I'm not playing because I'm really good, you know, or or I'm going to make X amount of money or whatever. Yeah. I play because I love playing and I love being out there. So I just try and remember my or remind myself that you know every day, yeah. like it's another day where I'm out doing what I love. So have a good time, you know, no matter what happens. Well, man, I'm glad that you you, you got that now. Um, you understand? Yeah. I mean, I think so many times, like it gets to the point where it's the point of no return. You forget why you do what you do. You know, right. at that point, you you lose it all. You know, and so just being grounded and rooted in that. You know, it's big time, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's and it, it does make it so much more enjoyable, so much less frustrating, and and just gets you in a bi- better mindset. I think just reminding you know anyone reminding yourself why you're doing something because you love it. Hey, man. You know, do what you love to do. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Our right, best track or track you've ever played on. Oh man, best track. I really like the course I played. Um, at the Open, Royal Liver or Royal Port Rush. That's where we played up in Northern Ireland. I mean, it's just gorgeous. Scenery was gorgeous. Course was awesome. Yeah. Worst course, I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, you know, there's some dog tracks out there. I'm sure you've been to a few, but I'm the ones that I could play at because the fairway is wide open. You know. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So I mean, I don't know, but yeah. you know, as long as you're out there with your buddies, I mean. It, can only be so bad, right? No, for sure. I mean, I got to like, uh, we got to the turn, and it was one of these courses, like, ain't no food, none of that, you know? So we called, yeah. we called Pizza Hut, you feel me? He pulled right up to the hole, drove on the grass, and everything. <laughs> no way. That's awesome. Yeah. That's It was live. Bro. That's a good way to make a, a bad situation all right. For sure, for sure. You know? I don't I don't get better, though, when I, the more the drinks flow. You know, I've always yeah. said, Oh man, you need to you know knock you yeah, down. Right. Transfusions, you know you'll loosen up, and I'm like shit, man. Like I get worse, bro. I stop really giving the damn out there, you know. Hey, I 
I feel like most people say they get better when they drink more. I don't really get it. Um, I, I definitely don't. I kind of, I just lose focus and, and don't really, it doesn't, I don't care what happens. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't, some people love it. Yeah, I love it, man. That's good, man. Well, look, dog, what's a, all right, so there was a, I guess I was watching Golf Channel, man. There was a tournament going on right now. Yesterday. Yeah. All right, what was that one? What is this? This is the Workday Charity Open, I think it's called. And so what's next for you? This next week, uh, I'm playing in – they're playing the same course we're playing next week this week because there was some scheduling. Tournament um, got canceled. But next week's called the Memorial Tournament. Yeah. It's hosted by Jack Nicholas. So um, it's an invitational, so pretty cool that I was able to qualify for that. And I'll be playing that, and then the week – after that is in just north of Minneapolis called the 3M Open. The 3M Open. All right, so when you get your, your tour card, yeah, are you automatically in all of these tournaments or you still got to qualify for them? Not – you're not necessarily – there's different levels of status that are called, like, categories. Yeah. And um, so there's better tournaments. There's normal tournaments, which most people get in. I would get in everyone. But then there's things like next week's an invitational, so you have to be – you have to be like certain places on the FedEx Cup point list right. to qualify, and then the majors, same thing. You have to, you know, your world ranking has to be a certain number and things like that. So it's weird though. If you get your tour card, no, you're not necessarily in every one. Yeah, and that's kind of why like these top guys, like they're in everything and they play these huge events, and they they have a big advantage, even though they're you know really really good. They just have more opportunities to make more money and get more points. Yeah. Do you have? Because I went to East Lake last year. Um, yeah. And it was it's pretty dope, bro. Like I walked like twelve holes, and I was like, man, like this is some damn walking out here, you know? Um, yeah. But you know, depending on you know crowd out there, you got a group that follows you. Do you have people that follow you to each hole? Yeah, I got some, you know, when people's out there, I feel like there's always, uh, there's always Clemson fans out there, you know, following, um, just, just random fans who know me. And then, you know, there's my friends and family who come out too, but you know, it's never like, I know that's a big event, but if you went to like one of these normal events, there's not always a ton of people watching. It's just kind of event by event, kind of how you're playing dictates, you know, how many people will be watching basically. You probably got bar stool out here throwing bets on you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. That'd be good. All right. Well, look, Doc, man, I appreciate you so much, man. Rising star in the game. Uh, like you say, man, taking the golf network by channel, bro. I, 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 I turned it on at the office the other day. And I was like, look at him talking about my man right here, you know. So, that's awesome. Clemson Nation is proud of you, man. You got a, a big group of supporters, man. They can't wait to see you continue to ascend, you know. Yeah, thank you very much for having me. I appreciate all you know, all Clemson fans' support and and yours as well. I think this is, you know, goes to show how how tight the Clemson family is. Honestly, for sure. you know, it's a special group, man. It's a special group, you know, despite you know the differences within it. Right. I mean, you know, you got people that support it and bleed it, and, and you know, the one you know unusual thing, and you know, I hate to sound like I'm a damn uh, recruiter, but. Right. You know, when I when I came to school here, you know, a lot of different universities say that you know their community, that their family. Um, right. But here, though, I mean, you see people literally. You know, they're born the the, the moment that they're born, they got on their the tiger bibs. You know, and you right. Know, 
the tiger clothes and and when they die, man, like when they pass away. I mean, I've seen people with the tiger paw on, you know, tiger lapels. You know, it's it's a real thing. Right. So it's a special group of people. Yeah, I agree completely. I think everyone's. Yeah, I think everyone supports, especially the athletes. Just I, I felt always felt a lot of support, and I always thought that I mean you could. You know, I thought it was awesome what the football players were doing, and they thought, you know, what I was doing was awesome, and it was just like a really cool mutual respect and appreciation for people being successful and, and having fun doing what they're doing, and, and you just want to see people kill it. Sure. You know, you feel a part of it, I feel like. Like, oh, yeah. man, he went to Clemson, you know, at the same time as me, and I knew that guy, and, you know, a great example is my – uh so we were never Clemson fans uh, until I went there, and yeah. and you know my dad's not really an NFL fan, and then Deshaun went to you know the Texans, and you know my dad will watch every Texans game he can, you know, and just because you know that's we want to watch our boy play, you know. Absolutely, it's a real thing, man. It's a real. Thing. It is. All right, so it's, if you could offer one uh, one word to any any young young guns out here, any young golfers, what would it be? Man, I, I think just work hard and, and have fun doing what you're doing, you know. I think it's it's easy to almost take it too seriously. You know, I want you to work hard and, and get your work in and, and be hard on yourself, but I want you to have fun doing it and and just see how good you can get. You know, that's always been my thing is I just want to see how good I can get, and if that meant I never made it to the PGA Tour, then, you know, that's how it was meant to be, but I'm going to work my ass off and do everything I can to see how good I can get. Uh, to create your own edge. I like that. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. True. Well, look, man, you're doing it right now, man. Keep elevating yourself and pushing yourself to new heights, man, and we'll continue to keep watching. Yeah, I appreciate it, dude. Enjoy, Thank you. Man. You got the flow. look like you're surfing out here these days. I don't yeah, know. yeah, letting it grow out a little. <laughs> All right, well, Doc, thank you, man. Appreciate you coming on the podcast. They can reach you at doc.redman. Is that yep. right? On the ground? Yep, yep. And uh, we'll make sure we get this out here, man. So That's awesome. You're not a golf fan. Be a golf fan. Be a damn doc fan, all right? <laughs> <laughs> all right, brother. Appreciate you, man. Yeah, no problem. Thank you.